Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Kind of Busy podcast with me, Franzi. I'm really excited that you're here. And today's topic is the so-called hustle culture. I am really excited about this topic. I feel like it is affecting probably most of us or all of us. And I'm just excited to have a chat about it, to have you guys here with me. And yeah, to just get right into the topic. This week has been kind of a weird week because I've got a lot of doctor's appointments and I also started my thesis which is really exciting but also I feel like every day I felt like I didn't get enough done I could have done more more for school for more for university Um, that's mainly yeah how I was feeling so I thought it would be nice to kind of get more into the topic of hustle culture and more into the topic of always feeling like you haven't done enough and always feeling like there could have been done more. So yeah, I feel like I was just based on my week that you kind of get the context on why I chose this topic, why we're talking about this today and I hope you enjoy it. So let's just get right into the topic. A bunch of people actually asked me what hustle culture even means. So I thought I will bring a small definition for you guys. It's a common modern workplace environment that emphasizes hard work and long hours as they are the key to success. This, I feel like, is still quite a broad and big definition. But basically uh, what I have is that there's always more. It's about hustling it's about not taking breaks not taking as much time for yourself because your focus is on work and it's basically on working towards a professional goal or professional goals and I feel like it's even more of a lifestyle um, where your work is the center so work is the center of your life it's uh, the center of your lifestyle and the personal life is pushed aside and of course success can be anything you want it doesn't have to be a professional goal but I think in this episode I do want to focus on the more traditional thoughts um, that just arise when you hear the word success especially in my age it's getting uh, well or maybe younger than my age but it's getting like good grades in school getting good grades in university and also starting a career And being good at what you do professionally, it's more, yeah, the professional part of it that I think I want to emphasize in this episode. And not so much like the hobbies that you can be really good at that too. But mainly I feel like there is a big focus on your career. People usually ask, what do you do? People ask, do you do good at school? Like those main questions you, I feel like you always get. And I do have a little exercise for you. I do want to think about like the first time you feel like you've experienced success. I personally, I feel like I can't remember 
anything from my childhood where I said, oh, this was success. Maybe there's one thing. I did athletics and I know that one time I got third place. That was quite cool. And I was really proud of myself. But then also I immediately had the feeling that I didn't deserve it because I knew I wasn't as good as the other kids. And it was my lucky day because some of the good kids were sick. So um Because I think two of them were sick. And if they wouldn't have been sick, I would have never gotten third place in athletics. And I really wasn't that good. But either way, I feel like that one's a quite difficult one to think about. The first success that you think you have experienced. And also how you felt about it. Because I do remember I was really proud. But at the same time, I knew that I'm not that good. Which is really a bit sad. But... um. I think the important thing with this is that you always think it will bring you happiness. You think getting that good grade or winning first place in a competition will bring you happiness. You will be happy with that. You will be excited and happy and proud. But then whenever you reach that goal, you feel like I didn't deserve it or that you're not good enough, that you could have done better maybe all those things and that's part of how um, hustle culture makes you feel you feel like you always have to work more you have to work harder that there's always more to reach it it doesn't stop wherever you go there's always more and more and more and the sad thing about it is that it's a social structure it's just society telling you that there's more and You get that feeling and you do it because everyone is doing it. If no one would be pushy and if no one would say you have to work harder, you have to do more, then maybe, maybe, maybe there could be that feeling of you're doing enough and you're doing great. So yeah, I feel like it's quite sad that society makes us feel like that that maybe you get anxious about competitions because you're scared that you won't be good enough maybe you feel guilty because yeah you got that third place but you wouldn't have gotten it if another kid wasn't sick or uh, maybe you feel shame because you didn't get that third place or that first place and you feel like that you're not good enough and that you're not worthy because you're not the best one. I think as you get older, hustle culture gets even more difficult because as a kid, you might want to be better at what you do. You might want to have good grades. And of course, you stress about it. You get anxious about it maybe. And you're scared of not being good enough. But whenever you get older, it can happen that work dominates your time in an unnatural way so that you do not have time for your actual life for experiencing good things and one podcaster I listened to said the following the output is more relevant than the input so that's basically what happens in the jobs that we do it's not important like people don't look at what you do to reach your goal they don't look at the input you give they don't look at the time you give they don't look at your emotions you put in there 
no one is seeing how much effort you're making. Everyone is just looking at the output. And we spend eight hours a day, five days a week, maybe even more to produce things for other people or other organizations, maybe for your job all day long. And it feels so weird to say that, but basically if you work a regular job, I would say a common job to to have that hustle culture is like a corporate job. You sit there in the office for eight to nine hours doing things for the organization you work for. You don't spend time there for yourself and it doesn't mean that you should you should quit your job. It's important to have a job to maybe feel needed, to maybe also depending on what kind of job you have, to have like a good outlet on the thoughts you have, on the creativity you have. But still, there's that point where it just gets unhealthy. Whenever work dominates your time, whenever you do not have enough time anymore, to actually take time for yourself and to experience things for yourself. And whenever work dominates your time, it can get to the point where we forget what is really important, where we forget how to turn off that switch for work, how to take time for ourselves, how to set healthy boundaries and how to actually live a meaningful life. And here I come back to The Minimalist, my favorite podcast I'm not listening to it much lately but still I love so many concepts and if you don't like them or if you say I'm not minimalistic I still feel like they have so many good things and there's so much value on the content they produce and on the things they say because I love that they always say you don't want a simple life you want a meaningful life it's not about keeping things simple but to keep it on the things that are actually meaningful and they both had corporate jobs they both went up the career ladder and then they realized what do I even do with all that money and it's not about having the career it's not about spending 60 hours in a job that you might not even enjoy It's about how to spend your time in your life meaningful, to not forget about what's important, to set healthy boundaries, to take time for yourself and yeah, to enjoy and to experience your life. In the hustle culture, there's an ideology of working harder, of pushing yourself and to letting your professional life consume you. But life shouldn't center around what we do for a living. It shouldn't center about our professional career you should do the things that you love and maybe that are your hobbies and here I want to come back to the output you get because in the hustle culture as I already said the output is more important to the input there's more focus on what you achieve than on what you did but if you have your hobbies if it's sport if it's drawing whatever It doesn't necessarily have a productive output. You don't have to create the nicest thing. You don't have to win a medal when running. But having that creative outlet, having that sport you do can help you to stay true to yourself, to have healthy boundaries, to take time for yourself and just 
stay with the more meaningful things in your life. I feel like I've mentioned most of the inputs the hustle culture can have on you already, but still I did want to talk about it because it can have a big impact on your mental health by skipping meals, maybe sleeping less, not having time to socialize, not having time for your family, your friends or your hobbies. It does create a toxic environment of constant work and often it also leads to not being able to say no because you always want more and you always give more to have a higher result, to achieve more, to be more successful on that point. With this, of course, you're not able to set healthy boundaries such as whenever I'm off work, I do not respond to emails or I do not respond to calls. Many people do. They do not um, have a work phone, so they have the same phone. They do not get the chance to just turn it off uh, if they're on a, I don't know, a family event or whatever because they feel like they always have to be on point. They always have to deliver and otherwise they're not successful. In severe cases that can also lead to a burnout which can be really really difficult and just in general by putting so much pressure on yourself you will have long-term impacts probably also physical if you do not have enough time to maybe do sports and also of course mentally if you don't have time to socialize if you're always and constantly at work and it's just consuming your time. There is one podcaster I particularly enjoy. She's really, really amazing and cute and loving. And I feel like lately she's been talking more about the influencing industry. I'm not sure if it's called influencing industry, but she's been talking a lot about influencers and the input you get by, um, by social media or off social media. And I really thought it's quite interesting because she did mention that influencers always post their daily routine and things like that and they post that they just did groceries or whatever they did and you always feel like oh why am why am I not that productive why did I not get those things done and uh, one thing I really enjoyed is or I really liked is that the podcaster she said don't forget that it's their like they own their money by taking those videos by having you join them on their daily life and they're not doing crazy things like there's a few that might do really crazy things um I I immediately have to think of two you probably know them but like renovating their house where you're like okay geez they're doing a bunch of things but then there are so many that just post videos on oh I'm studying and I mean I feel like you always you see it at your friend's Instagram as well, right? Like they're studying at some point or they're going out to party with your friends and you see it online and you immediately feel like you're not doing enough because all the other people are doing more or they're doing cooler things, better things. And I enjoyed her saying that there's unhealthy productivity, there's the productivity where you just do so much and you try to do more and more and more. And that's like things you also see on social media. I feel like I cannot word it as nice as she does. But you see it on social media and then you immediately get the feeling that you're not doing enough. But real productivity might look 
really, really different than what you see on social media. Maybe you're not using the nicest markers and maybe you don't have the nice handwriting as they do. Maybe you don't like writing down things a second time. Maybe you just study by talking it all out, by talking about whatever you have to study to a friend. Maybe you don't like writing flashcards. Maybe you like listening to things or watching videos. So just reminding yourself that what you see on social media doesn't mean that it's real and it doesn't mean that just because you're not doing it that you're not productive you're not doing the things that you can yeah and I thought it's quite just in general important but also interesting to just keep reminding yourself that (laughs) social media isn't real like it's real but what you see isn't real like it's or maybe not all of it of course there's people that post what they actually do in real life but still don't forget that things are cut that you only see the parts and bits that they want you to see and here again don't give them the power to make you feel a certain way I feel like social media has such a big impact on all of us and I feel like I also keep on bringing it up every single episode but then on the same time I feel like it fits every topic and every time I feel like it shouldn't give us the feeling of not being worthy and not being good enough just because we don't post things like that and just because we see the things that they want us to see they want us to see that they're having a perfect life and if they're not having a perfect life then they post things like oh I'm taking taking it slow today but most of the influencers we see won't say I didn't get shit done like they usually try to pack it nicely so you don't see that they maybe didn't manage to do things but they just try to word it nicely maybe you should try that as well too instead of blame yourself for being too much on social media just saying okay I'm taking a slow day today then instead of like yeah trying to see the negatives to see the positives but either way that's a whole other topic again I'm kind of drifting away from what I actually want to talk about I want to get into the things that you can do to kind of escape the maybe not escape but I'm gonna keep it with that to escape the hustle culture to not drift right into it And I think the first thing is that maybe you say, but I like my job um, and I like maybe being successful at what I do for a living. I want to say that it doesn't mean that it's not worth putting effort in it to just quit your job and do something completely else because you think you have to prioritize your hobbies and stuff like that. But maybe... Uh, For professional goals, it's important to not connect your mental state to it. And here again, I think it depends on what you do. Because some of us maybe are in a lucky place that they say, um, I don't know, that they had one goal in their life and they managed to do it. I don't know. I feel like every girl's dream at some point is to open a cafe. And maybe some of you say, I've managed that, I've I've reached my goal and I'm happy with it. I'm happy with putting the effort in it and I wanted this and this was my goal. But still, I feel like what we always do is connecting our mental state to it. We connect 
Well, yeah, that feeling to it. We think that whenever we reach that goal, we will be happy. We will be happy and content. And I think that is the first thing that goes wrong. That we think something external will make us happy. But I think happiness should come from the inside. You should not hope for something external to give you the validation. To tell you that you're good enough and that you've done great. But just to be happy with what you're doing. So you cannot get disappointed whenever you do not reach your goal. And you also cannot disappoint it when you reach your goal and you feel like it didn't bring you happiness. Next to that, I feel like we shouldn't forget that there's so much going on next to that maybe one thing you want to be successful at. If you go to school or university or maybe you have a job, Don't forget that there's so much happening next to the work you do, next to the studying you do. I think that's one thing I learned when I got to university. At school, I was always really ambitious and I always studied a lot to get good grades. But as soon as I started studying, or just in general, during studying, I've realized that it's not as important to get good grades. No one will ever look at the grades from my school to say, um but you weren't good in that subject. Like no one's gonna look at it and ask me questions about it. And I think the same is for my university grades. No one will tell me that maybe in biology, I'm not as good. Like I know that, (laughs) I know that. And that's why I didn't choose to do marine biology for whatever what. But um, I think I've realized that it's so much more important to actually spend time with my friends and to experience different things while studying instead of sitting in my room and studying for an exam coming up. Here again, I don't want to say that you shouldn't put any effort in it. Just put the effort in it that you think is appropriate. Put as much effort in it as you particularly enjoy, but don't overwork yourself for that 1% that your grade will maybe get better. I hope you understand what I mean. I feel like this was really confusing, but (laughs) I think you do get it. Okay, another few things that might help you to loosen from it is just setting healthier goals. And the most effective goals we can set are those that we can easily reach. So rather taking small steps to follow to get to the end goal instead of setting a really big goal. I feel like (laughs) it also sounds weird, but I've talked about this as well, that you can't just say, I don't know, I have to think of a goal first. Oh yeah, I think one person mentioned is if you want to run a marathon, you're not just going to say, I'm going to run a marathon tomorrow, but you're going to train for it. You're going to set small goals. You're going to maybe set a plan on how much you want to run on a weekly basis and that's how you maybe in the end reach the goal of running a marathon and I feel like the same you should do with your life you don't have to set the goal that you want to give more priority to the things you love because then it's going to get difficult you cannot just say I'm gonna work less if you're used to working that much and you're not good at saying no, you have to start with small steps of maybe telling yourself that 
whenever a person comes along and asks you, can you do this for me, that you say, no, I don't have time. Maybe setting that little goal that you try to call one friend during the week, that you maybe try to do less hours next to your work hours, like that you don't have a 40-hour week and then you say yes to 10 more hours each week because it's expected of you, because you always do that, to just kind of start with baby steps leading in the end to that goal of having more time for your friends, with your family and for the things that you love. Maybe, yeah, just creative things or doing more sports, going to the gym, whatever it is. Another big thing that if you're already in that kind of hustle culture spiral is to focus more on your body's needs. So not skipping any meals, having a healthy diet to just eat well eat the things that your body needs to have a good amount of sleep not too little not too much to actually be yeah on top of the things every morning to not be extremely tired every single time you get up and also to have a bit of exercise it's important to maybe get out in the sunlight to say you're gonna go on a on a walk whenever you have the time to maybe do a longer lunch break during work if you have the time for it and if you can do that to whenever the sun is out that you can get out that you can go on a little walk to just stand in the sun literally just stand there and feel the sun on your face things like that and also prioritizing the things that we know that make us feel well here I feel like it can be difficult to figure out what you actually like and what you just do to be liked maybe so do you really like to take on more hours or do you do it because you know that other people will like you for doing so but just in general I feel like you do know a few things that make you feel happy and if it's just chilling on your sofa on Friday evenings then make sure to prioritize those evenings to not say yes to go out with your friends on that night if you feel like it's too much. Just prioritize what you actually need and also recentering your life on things that are really important. I already said that somewhere in the beginning that life should not center about what we do for a living, but it should center around the things that we think that are really important. And whatever that is for you, it can be anything really. I hope that you manage to put more focus on that and to, yeah, kind of get where you want to get, to find your center, to find yourself in order to have a healthy work-life balance. One other podcast I listened to said that she has so-called non-negotiables. And I feel like those are really cool she has a few things she does every week that are non-negotiable so for her it's doing the podcast for example she does it every week and she wants to have time for it and she takes the time for it and it's not negotiable if someone asks her do you have time on I don't know when she records but Friday evening and she says no I always record my podcast then and people say oh but can't you do it on another day she will say no I can't and I'm not going to do it. That's not negotiable. I'm not going to do it because this is time for myself. This is for myself to set my focus on what I enjoy and what brings me happiness. 
And she also said for her it's doing sports. So once a week she goes out to do rock climbing. And I think that's quite nice as well because it's good to have like maybe maybe you don't need that one day where you do it. But to say that you do it at least once a week and it's not negotiable. So I think for her it was on Wednesday. She always meets up with friends to go climbing. Where I'm like oh that's so cool because you have that appointment and where you take time for yourself and your friends so it could also be seeing friends a few of my friends have that weekly dinner they always do and I also did that with my friends when I was still studying in the Netherlands which was really nice because once a week we would always meet up for dinner and yeah I think it's just nice to really incorporate those non-negotiables in your life and I I do want to do that more I thought it's such a such a nice thing to do to have like those non-negotiable points in your life where you just yeah I don't know where you just take care of yourself and when other people come along and ask you to do something then you just can't say no because you already have that plan and you're not gonna move it around for one person that decides that they want to hang out with you that day And I actually think that's already it for this episode. I don't have too much more on my list. I took a bunch of notes, but I did get through all of them. And I'm really happy that I did this episode. In the beginning, I was a bit scared that I wouldn't enjoy it as much, but I really did enjoy it. And I think it was nice to talk about it because I do listen to a lot of podcasts and I hear a lot of the things they say, but still when I talk about the topics I still feel like that I have such a different perspective sometimes and I do have a focus on different things than they do which is nice to see because sometimes I'm scared when I listen to other people or if I read a lot of articles that <laughs> I'm not able to have my own voice to it and I just say what other people say but then whenever I record I get so excited because I feel like I'm able to give a more personal insight and to give more of my opinion and if you do have a different opinion then please uh, make sure to reach out and tell me your opinion because I'm always excited to hear from other people and to hear what they think about the episode and yeah so if you do want to reach out my Instagram is kind.off.busy so just kind of busy um, make sure to reach out and tell me what you think or if you know me then of course um, you can just reach out via any <laughs> social media channel or my phone number. Either way, I enjoyed this episode and I'm sending much love and I hope that maybe this week you can focus on the things that you love to take a step back at your work life and to enjoy the good things in life. Talk to you next week. <laughs>